0: Welcome to Res Talk, your source for the latest news, opinions, and training from top building performance, rating, and auditing experts. Here's your host, committed building science enthusiast, and registered professional engineer, Bill Spohn.
1: Welcome to the special episode of the Res Talk podcast. I'm your host, Bill Spohn. Today, the special episode will be dedicated to the COVID 19 update and ResNet's actions and reactions to it. We'll have Executive Director Steve Baden, and you'll hear also Cardiz Gray Howard, the Deputy Director, talk to us today about their reactions to the COVID-19 pandemic and the actions that have been taken by ResNet. Various steps have already been put into place regarding QA testing and payment terms for rating fees. Other options are being considered, and we'll discuss several of them on this podcast today. So for complete and update information, please follow the ResNet COVID-19 Updates link at the top of the ResNet.us homepage. Resnet has also put in place a dedicated email address, and that is COVID-19info C O V I D 19INFO at ResNet.us. That email address will go directly to the Quality Assurance team for QA questions and concerns. Now, the email address is to be used specifically for questions to the QA team regarding remote QA reporting, etc., just to get clarifications. So let's listen to Steve and Cardis explain what the situation is right now and the reaction to it and how this will affect you. Welcome, folks.
2: Thank you. Good morning.
1: Cardis. kind of give us a little introduction for the audience. People probably haven't heard your voice in the podcast up to now.
3: Now this would be my first podcast with ResNet. I um, came from the insulation side of the world. I was an insulation contractor for a little over 25 years in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So been around for a little while. I was fortunate enough to sit on the board of ResNet for several years before becoming a full-time employee at ResNet in 2018. It's been a great journey for me and looking forward to more years in our industry. And one thing that I, I always say in our industry is people may change their seat, but They don't leave the industry.
1: Thank you. So today we want to talk about what's going on with response to the pandemic from ResNet's perspective. Steve, can you kind of lead us off?
2: Yes. One of our chief concerns is the health and safety of the HERS readers, the readers' clients, and the general population. We are under a national emergency, and states and local governments and the federal government is urging people to stay in place and not uh, spread. A disease and kind of level that curve of when that wave is going to hit. So we decided that we needed to provide some direction to the industry on steps they can do to mitigate the risk that's going on. And we're going to be talking about some of the steps we've taken. But I kind of like to say that the most important thing that we can do right now is stay informed in this rapidly changing environment. Every day we see new local governments or states impose block cremations that stay in place. Also, we're seeing a wide variety of what states and local governments define as essential services, and we also see these essential services being changed from time to time. So, it's important that people stay tuned and keep informed. To assist in this, ResNet has posted a new website to keep the industry informed, which is called the ResNet COID-19 Updates And what the site includes is archive of ResNet's actions and policies. We are making a number of policy changes that we'll talk about later. Resources for the rating industry. And then some general resources, the link to the CDC website, the link to the World Health Organization website. We also included OSHA guidelines for preparing workplaces and the National Association of Home Builders had a great set of recommendations on construction workplace safety, and we have a link to that. We also include in the website steps that Resonance is taking in response to the virus that we have. And again, I think the key important thing to say is our chief concern is promoting the health and safety of certified HERS raters and RFIs and the accredited quality assurance designees and their clients. The other thing is I urge everyone to go online on daily and check your local public health office or state public health office and find the latest on what proclamations and rules have been set for your municipality or state government.
1: Very good. That's a pretty comprehensive overview, Steve. Anything in particular? I could ask Cardiz to answer this. Perhaps people you're talking with, just not in particular, but what's the general feeling out there, the general sentiments?
3: I think the biggest concern is we don't know what we don't know. And like Steve said, when you are trying to seek information, you really need to lean on your local and state agencies to get that information because it's changing not only daily, but we have one thing at eight o'clock in the morning and then by noon, things have drastically changed. And I think as we continue in this not knowing status, that is going to continue to be our norm for a while. The biggest thing that I'm hearing from people is that They are concerned because they don't know what's changing from day to day. And that's one of the things that we've been juggling and having calls so we can be as best informed as we can as an organization because we all work remote. So we're from the East Coast to the West Coast and all areas in between. And we're just trying to keep everyone, all of our people internally informed and finding out from them what's going on in their areas, and also sharing that with our rating community.
1: Are there any specific actions or steps that are being taken because this is a construction-related organization, really?
2: Yes. As Cardi said, though, ResNet is fortunate that all of our employees work remotely from their homes. So the uh, coronavirus is not to anticipated to have a drastic impact on our internal operations. We want the ResNet community to know that you will be able to depend upon the same support that you've had in the past. So far, we've been very lucky. None of our staff or families or neighbors have had yet been diagnosed with symptoms of the coronavirus, and we're hoping and crossing our fingers that our stay in place would avoid that exposure that's going on. But ResNet staff will not be traveling until further notice, and we canceled our spring board meeting. All of our quality assurance oversight activity will be done remotely. And one of the things that Cardice addressed, but wanted to go in a little bit more detail the biggest concern of the rating industry is how to deal with ensuring the health and safety of the raiders. Some states, I understand Pennsylvania, have stopped all construction activity. Other states, such as California, that says construction is an essential activity. And so the challenge is, is how do we limit the exposure for raiders to do their job? And there's been two schools. Some companies has followed the Pennsylvania model and just cut out services during the crisis. Others are trying to find a way to be able, if there is construction going on and their local rules allow it, can still continue the job. With this crisis going on, the ResNet Board Executive Committee has delegated to me the ability to make emergency decisions and waive provisions of our standards that hinder the ability to address alternative ways of going about doing the work for the duration of the national emergency and beyond by at least 60 days. The first actions that have been taken is that with this emergency authority, ResNet staff is working to determine what can be accomplished right now, within eight weeks, and beyond to help raters and reading providers conduct business with this new normal? One of the first steps we took is allowing providers to immediately start using remote quality assurance and lift all restrictions on remote protocol currently in place so that the oversight can be done remotely. The next piece that we are working on is looking at and exploring how maybe we can modify our procedures to allow, in this interim time, raters to be able to conduct their ratings remotely. And we can go into a little bit of detail on that. But our goal is is to limit the exposure, but all at the same time, where local proclamations, the state proclamations allow it, let the industry to continue to function in a safe manner.
1: Cardis, do you have some more detail to add to that, perhaps?
3: We also, as Steve stated, we know that this is a huge impact on our industry as a whole. And we have also made some measures to take a look at just financially how this is impacting our rating providers. And we're looking at ways to maybe work different terms with them as far as their payments, because, you know, our members, they pay a fee for the ratings that go into our national registry. And so we're looking at ways to maybe work payment arrangements with some of our providers and just various ways that we can ease that burden for them. Because we understand that these providers, this is their day-to-day business, and they have employees, and these are real lives that we're concerned with. So this is more than just ResNet and our employees. We have a responsibility to our membership to hear their concerns and take action to help them during this time. And some of the things that will come out of this will be our new way of doing business. And I think some of our best practices we will learn through this will help us in the long run. So even though we're in the, the midst of this pandemic, I think working together, finding new ways to do things will become our new normal in some aspects. And I think at the end of this, we will all come out a little better.
1: I got to say, I'm hearing that in a lot of places in the industry now, going that same kind of sentiment that we're digging deep. We're realizing things we couldn't do before and all the barriers and bars are down and people are really cooperating pretty much everywhere I hear. So I wouldn't be surprised to hear that from ResNet, but I'm very happy to hear it echoed.
3: And one other thing I would like to add is some of the things that we were thinking of in our long-term planning, they have been moved up. So it's making us take a look at things a little sooner now than we probably would have if we weren't in the middle of this.
1: I need to also commend ResNet on the function of the website, resnet.us. Very easy to click on the top of the banner to get the updates. The updates are very succinctly put together. There's a little lead-in paragraph and all the announcements are stacked up there, sort of in reverse order. And I'll also say this is recorded on March 26, 2020, because there could be something very new By the time you listen to this. So please go to that location on the website to see the very latest information there.
2: You're right on that.
3: I wanna say that we're very, Steve and I are both very proud of staff for getting this put together in such a short amount of time. And again, as Bill stated, it's a very good resource, very easy to get to from our website. And everything is pretty much highlighted very well. You can go to exactly what you're needing.
1: Steve, did you have another uh, topic there, comment?
2: Yeah, Bill, you were right in speculating that things will change. Just today, the executive committee of the ResNet board voted to extend my temporary authority to waive provisions to be able to meet this crisis from 30 days to 60 days. What's driven this is the current news that the president is considering lifting the national emergency by Easter. And we all know that this crisis will be there past Easter. Also, that many of the state and local provisions that are going on out there will also take place. It'll be, in fact, after Easter, and so they uh, decided to grant the previous authority was 30 days until the president lifted the national emergency. It has extended that to giving that authority to me now for 60 days. What I kind of like to talk is some advice, really, to raiders and rating providers on what to do if it's allowable for you to do inspections and testing. And again, I want to reiterate, please follow your local governments, your state's emergency provisions. If they shut down the entire industry, you need to have you and your workers stay home. However, if they do allow like states like California and many other places, construction activity to take place, we are urging the following to take place. HERS raters and RFIs not to have their clients accompany them on the inspection and testing of the home. When the client insists that they want to observe the inspection and testing, the HERS raters and RFIs will be urged to either connect with the client on a medium such as FaceTime or video record the inspection and testing of the home and then electronically to send it to the client. We also urge ResNet professionals to sterilize their equipment before and after going to the job site. These kind of common sense things can use technology that's really available, allow uh, limits the rater's exposure at the job site, and then also allows to keep their clients informed and in the ratings to take place. I think a lot of what we're talking about is these commonsensical things you can think about doing and the key ingredient to this national strategy is, is stay in place as you can and limit, I guess the term is now social distancing, and limit your contact. CDC's recommendation is six feet gap between people is the norm now for social distancing. And I think this, if we can follow these common sense rules, it does mitigate some of the circumstance. But there is no real need for a raider to have, to be accompanied on his inspection and testing and by using this it does limit that risk but also in addition to that we're exploring ways that raters can remotely verify the features of homes video live streaming with the builders or builder reps this would allow the hers ratings of homes without the hers rater or rfi being having to be in the field the resnet quality assurance staff is currently working on policy guidance for this option and i'm hope to be able to release an announcement later next week, and post it on the website with the new rules that will grant flexibility for hers raters to be able to do the inspections remotely.
1: I can also imagine there might be, in addition to these policy changes and things coming out, there might be some unanticipated questions coming out. Is there a an easier, uniform way to reach the quality assurance team for questions and comments?
3: There is. Uh, ResNet, we've developed a Email address dedicated to COVID-19, it is covid19info at resnet.us. All emails that are related to anything COVID, any questions our membership may have or the industry, our industry stakeholders may have regarding QA or just information that you want to share with us regarding COVID-19 that may be unique to your area. We encourage you to send that information to this new email address, and it is covid19info at resnet.us.
2: Very good. To amplify what Cardee said, ResNet doesn't claim to have all the answers. We're all working in this together, and since we're in together, we're also searching for ideas from the network to let us know new ways that we could go about doing what our jobs are that limits the risk. And again, as I say, I have certain amount of authorities now for the next period of time to make these changes on a temporary basis. So not only do you keep us informed, but we're searching for ideas on how we can make this process more efficient. And that goes to what Cardi said earlier. I think that this is going to teach us a lot. This is a kind of a shake-up, wake-up call. And my truly believe is that we're going to, through this crisis, find a number of ways how we can do our jobs more efficiently. And to me, I see this. Besides keeping people safe, is a great proving grounds of things that we may have not been able to try before. And as as Cardis goes, it makes us going to be at the end of this process stronger, more united, and more efficient.
1: Yes, absolutely. And Cardis, I'm sure you can echo those sentiments.
3: I do. And one thing I would like to add, coming from the contractor side of the business, and now being at Resnet, and with this pandemic going on, and Seeing here locally, builders are now having different contractors, they have to make an appointment to go to the house because of social distancing. So they only want the insulation crew there. They don't want the insulation crew there with the plumber and with the electrician. Well, in my perfect world, I didn't want that either. So now we're being forced to have one trade, one contractor in the house doing their work, at their scheduled day or time, but now we're getting more specific on when that person can be at the house. For instance, if I'm the guy that's delivering the window or the girl that's delivering the window, I would just deliver the windows on Monday. Well, now some builders are having that contractor make an appointment. So you have a scheduled time to be at that house between eight and 10 to deliver your windows. You don't have an all day window. So I think going through this, that's another way we're going to get better. We're going to be more efficient. We're going to answer some of the questions and reply to some of the demands that some contractors have requested for over 25 years, as long as I've been in the industry. So that's another way I think we're going to be better. We're going to come out of this ahead of this.
1: And as the listeners know, or may know, I I run a small business too, and we're getting great ideas that are bubbling up from everywhere, from the staff, from people outside the organization that really want to be helpful through this. So it really is a, a totally unique time, and people are really letting their characters and personalities shine during this.
2: And Bill, I'd like to compliment the ResNet Board of Directors and Executive Committee by seeing the seriousness of this. And granting me the authority to temporarily waive provisions in order to ensure the safety of our raiders and field inspectors. And this is, again, I think this is going to be a great laboratory of coming up with ideas. And again, it's not us only, but we're looking for other ideas by which we can try things that does limit the exposure. But as Cardis says also, though, looking down the road, it would make us more efficient in the future that could lead to permanent changes to our standards and procedures.
1: I want to give you both a chance to wrap up here and we can let people get back to attending to things in this stressful time. Cardis, any closing thoughts?
3: I just want to say that right now, this is the time for us as an industry to really think outside of our everyday lives and our everyday jobs and be extremely creative. I know we all right now are having meetings, probably more than we have before. We need to understand that these meetings are not just meetings to meet. We need to come to these meetings with ideas, be open. If you're the person that goes to a meeting and sat and never say a word because you think what you have to say is not significant, right now, everything is significant. Everything needs to be brought to the table. We need all minds, we need all ideas, we need to work through things. We need to think about our industry as a whole. We need to think about other industry organizations. We need to think about raters. We need to think about providers. We need to think on a large scale. I strongly believe that when we come out of this, we will be so much stronger and so much better individually and collectively.
1: Awesome. Steve, any closing thoughts?
2: Yeah, I'd like to address one thing, and then I'll do my closing thoughts. But one other thing that needs to be aware of is some of the grading companies have maybe had more stricter rules or actually have had to lay off employees or looking at laying off employees because of this, this financial strain has taken place. And I just want to mention that for these companies who stopped field inspections and testing, that as of Wednesday, the U.S. Senate passed a $2 trillion coronavirus package. The bill is called the Keeping American Workers Paid and Employed Act. And one of the significant pieces of this 800-page $2 trillion bill is that it will provide over $377 billion to help prevent workers from losing their jobs and small businesses from going under due to the economic losses caused by this pandemic. They also fact in that bill is the paycheck protection program would provide eight weeks of cash flow assistance through 100% federally guaranteed loans to small employers who maintain their payroll during this emergency. If the employer maintains its payroll, then the portion of the loan used to cover the payroll costs, interest on mortgaged obligations, rent and utilities will be forgiven, which would help workers remain employed and affect the small businesses in our economy to recover quickly from this crisis. The other piece of the law that might be of interest if you're in this situation is this proposal would be retroactive to February 15th, 2020, to help bring workers who may have been already laid off back on the payrolls. In addition, this legislation will provide new unemployment insurance coverage for the persons that have been laid off. The bill, as it's time of this recording, it's gone to the House. It has not passed the House, as, as at least at the time of this recording. Then, of course, if the House passes it, the President must sign it. For details and a summary of the legislation, we will be posted on our ResNet COVID-19 website after the president has signed the legislation. And I think if you're a manager of a rating company or a provider and has faced these economic consequences, this could be a form of relief that literally could help prevent you from closing your doors or also having to lay off your staff. But in conclusion, I'd like to say that ResNet does understand the extraordinary nature of this situation and will be closely monitoring the pandemic and its impact on our industry. I truly believe that together we will see our way through this challenge because after all, we're Americans and there's no challenge that we cannot meet if we stay informed, show resolved and unity. So I want to thank you, Bill, for giving us a chance to be able to do this communications to our membership to know that they're not alone. We're trying to have their back as much as we can. And that together, not only are we going to meet this challenge, but we're going to be much stronger and efficient when we get beyond the crisis.
1: Absolutely. Again, just to note, the resnet.us, there's a link at the top of the homepage, which will give you uh, direction to all the announcements, all the details. And Cardis, one more time, that email address for those specific questions.
3: COVID 19 info, COVID 19 info at resnet.us.
1: Well, I want to thank you both for joining me here today on this very serious and special episode that we're talking about. Such a pandemic, I never would have imagined this at any time in my life. But here we are. We're in it together and want to thank you both for coming on today, sharing a little bit of wisdom and advice and information that can help out people in the rating community. Thank you.
2: It's always my pleasure. Thank
3: you. I
1: want to thank you for listening to this episode of Res Talk Podcast, a special episode on the COVID-19 update. ResNet believes in the power of our tight community to get through this situation stronger and more united over time. Of course, you can go over to resnet.us slash professional to learn more or to join the email list or follow ResNet on Facebook or Twitter at ResNetUS. The quote for today is from Simon Sinek, the big picture doesn't just come from distance, it also comes from time. I want to wish you well from everyone here at the Res Talk podcast and hope to have you listening in to us again in the future. Take care, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening to the Res Talk Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Bill Spohn and is a production of ResNet, the Residential Energy Services Network. The best way to listen to this podcast is to subscribe on an iPhone using the podcast app or on an Android device by downloading the Stitcher app and searching for Res Talk. If you are willing, a review on iTunes or the podcast app will help others find the show and would be very much appreciated. We look forward to talking again soon on Res Talk.